Welcome to Take 10 with Pastor Don. I'm Don McGarvey, pastor of the Troy Mills Christian Church in Troy Mills, Iowa. I love to talk to people about God. I suppose that's a good thing for a pastor to like to do. It sure comes in handy for those Sunday sermons. One of my favorite topics about God to talk about is His attributes. Now, the attributes of God tell us who He is. Talk about His character and His nature. They're qualities that God always has had, continues to have, and will continue to have. When you talk about God, now there are three words that always need to be mentioned. I call them the three big O words. The first one is that God is omnipotent. This means that he's all-powerful. Nothing is outside the realm of possibilities for God. The second of the three big O words is that God is omnipresent. He is present everywhere at the same time. I don't know how he does that. He's God. The third and the final big O word is omniscient. He is all-knowing. Everything that's been known from the beginnings of time till the end of time, God already knew. I remember hearing Robert Morris say one time that you'll never hear God say, Oh, I, I just thought about that. Or, oh, I forgot. He doesn't do that either. God's thought of everything. He knows everything because he created all things and he sustains all things according to Paul's writings in Colossians chapter 1, verse 17. Now, once you get through the three big O words, omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent, you can talk about how God introduced himself to Moses in Exodus chapter 3 and verse 14. Remember, the bush is burning but is not being consumed, and Moses is curious. He had seen bushes burn before, but never without being consumed. It was pretty common in the desert. And so Moses goes over, and God begins to speak to him. And at one point, Moses said, Who are you? And God simply said, I am that I am. He tells Moses that he is God, the eternally self-existent one. I am that I am. Now this tells us that he always existed, he does exist, and he will continue to exist. Plus, it tells us that his existence is not dependent upon anything. He doesn't need food, air, sleep, or coffee. He doesn't need your approval or my approval, your love or my love. He wants those things, but he doesn't need them to exist. This tells me that he is, in his existence, always all-powerful. He is always present everywhere at the same time. And he is always all-knowing. Even in our changing, high-tech times, there is nothing that he doesn't know. But I must admit to you, I haven't mentioned my favorite attribute about God. Not yet. But here it is. God is immutable. I love saying that word, immutable. It kind of rolls off your tongue. Go ahead, you say it. Immutable. Say it again. 
I'll, I'll wait. God is immutable. It means that God is not susceptible to change. It's not that he's stubborn. It's not that he's stuck in his ways. It's that he is a perfect God. He is all-powerful. That's not going to change. He is all-knowing. That's not going to change. He is present everywhere at the same time. That's not going to change. He's not influenced into being one thing today, only to be different tomorrow. It means that God's never had a bad day. He's never in a bad mood. I know we might want to argue that one, but God's never in a bad mood. Even when he's angry, he isn't in a bad mood. He isn't one thing today, but something different tomorrow. He doesn't demand something of us today that he's not going to demand tomorrow or the day after. Now, we've all been around people that we, we just never know what mood they're going to be in from one time to the next. We walk on eggshells wondering if it's going to be okay or not. I knew a lady who worked for a man as his secretary. She jokingly, and actually one day found one, found a very large bone. And she says, I throw this into the office before I walk in there. And if he growls, I wait a little bit and let him drink some more coffee. And if he doesn't growl, I just it's safe. You ever been around folks like that? Now, we're reminded a number of times in the scriptures about this attribute of God that is immutable. He doesn't change. Let me share some of these scriptures with you. They're some of my favorite verses. In Numbers chapter 23 and verse 19, God is not human that he should lie. You'll never have to worry about God telling the truth or not. He's not a human being that he should change his mind. You ever been around somebody that changes their mind a lot? You know, you, you, you think you know what they want, but then they change their mind for some reason and you're left clueless. Well, God's not that way. And then in Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, he says, I, the Lord, the eternally self-existent one, do not change. Have you ever been around someone who is one way today and tomorrow is completely different? God's not that way. And then in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8, it says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Consistency is an attribute that we should all strive to have. This means that you are dependable always, trustworthy always, and that others don't have to worry about what you might do or won't do from one time to the next time. God has achieved consistency with his immutability. He never changes. He's always the same. One of my favorite verses about him being the same comes from his little brother. In James chapter 1 and verse 17, James wrote, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. <laughs> I know circumstances can have a great effect on us. Sometimes circumstances can cause us to have a bad day. They can cause us to be happy. But God never changes due to the circumstances like you and I might do. Life is good and we're on top of the world, but when life takes a turn, and it will take a turn, they're at the bottom of the pile. 
Now this phrase in James chapter 1 verse 17, there's two more things about it that I want to make sure you know. He, does, he talks about shifting shadows. And there's a great picture. There's a great word that we need to know because it actually shows up in the Greek for this verse is that God is always at his zenith. Do you know what a zenith is? Your folks, your parents or grandparents probably had a zenith TV. A zenith is something that is at its most powerful state of being. When you bought a zenith TV, you supposedly were buying the most powerful, the most high-tech, the best TV that was available. It was called a zenith. Now, in the case of James chapter 1, verse 17, the, the word zenith is used to describe the sun at high noon. God is always like the sun at high noon. There are no shadows with God. And God, who is always at his zenith, does not shift with the wind or the circumstances or the sun or the moon. He's always at his most powerful position, his zenith, directly over us. I want you to listen to uh, what the psalmist describes in, about God and his not changing. In Psalm 102, verses 25, 26, and 27, In the beginning you laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment. Like clothing, you will change them and, and they will be discarded. But you, God, remain the same and your years will never end. Well, our world is changing from one minute to the next minute. Things we used to depend upon are no longer dependable. There are times that we don't know what to do, what to believe, or where to turn. But trust me, we have a God who is always the same all-powerful, ever-present, and all-knowing, and he never changes. He's immutable. Remember that word? That's a great word for you and for me to remember every day, that God is changeless. He is immutable. He'll always be the same. Well, that's our time for this time. Thanks for taking the time to listen. If you haven't subscribed yet, please ring the bell. And as always, if you're comfortable with doing so, please tell your friends about us. Thanks again for joining us, and God bless you.